Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, world. Good morning to you all. And welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Thank you for tuning in with us uh, this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that has taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. It is always a blast to have you all tune in and participate with us every weekend. As a reminder that every week we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast page or Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, YouTube as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, Apple Podcasts as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, or any various platforms where you can find your podcasts, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price and Jamar Goodman. Um, when I mentioned Facebook earlier, by the way, everybody, we have a community page, uh, the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast community page, where you can interact with us. Uh, you can interact and talk about the latest sports topics. Um, and we just keep everyone in the loop on the things that are occurring um, and the things that are on our mind uh, personally when we get this news that comes about. And so uh, today is January 29th, 2022. And we have yet again seen another fascinating week in the sports world where we saw, gentlemen, an epic weekend of NFL divisional playoff football that left us in awe. And it left us in awe. It left us in so much awe that it left us with questions for next season. Various questions that have to be answered, um, including A-Rod's future, um, including the future of uh, Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. Um, and on the other hand, from a uh, baseball perspective, if Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens will ever get their Hall of Fame recognition. Um, additionally, as well as the LA Lakers continuing in their slump and the Australian Open uh, coming to a conclusion. And so with that being said, introducing my brother from another mother, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing swell. How are you guys doing? Good, man. I'm, I'm pretty good. What about yourself, Ann? Pretty good, pretty good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so let's get right into it, fellas. Uh, let's get into our first and foremost. Um, so the Chicago Bears uh, made two hires this week. They hired uh, Ryan Poles uh, as the general manager uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he was executive director there, and um, he had a pretty good run in Kansas City, right? So we brought in uh, Ryan Poles, um, and shortly after, we made a hire. Um, uh, former Colts defensive coordinator Matt Everfluss as our new head coach. And so just curious, uh, Jamar, if you could start us off, bro. Um, and Ian, you can chime in afterwards. Uh, what do you think of this hire? All right. So with Ryan Poles, uh, he has a you know pretty good resume here. Um, to my understanding, he had his fingerprints on the I guess scouting, you know, Mahomes and, you know, Kelsey, Tyreek, you know, basically all the big players that's in Kansas City. He had his thumbprint on it somehow, some way. Um, and the fact that when he got hired and he demanded that he want to pick his own head coach and not have influence with the, within the organization, that let me know right now that this is going to be a completely different era than what we've been experiencing. And the fact that he sat in there alone and hired uh, Matt uh, Eberfluss or whatever his name is, I'm like, I, I have to give it the benefit of the doubt. I know before you were talking about, you know, uh, him being a defensive coordinator, the offensive-driven league. I mean, maybe so, but also, like, how I, how I look at the head coach, like, to me, it shouldn't matter what part of uh, – 
I guess, what part of football you uh, your specialty in is more so can you lead men? Can you galvanize the troops? Are people going to play for you? You can always have a good offensive coordinator, which it looks like they, from what I'm saying, they're they going to actually hire somebody that's that's competent and that's going to develop Justin Fields and make this offense go. So I'm happy with that. So it's just more so are, are these guys going to listen to you? Are these 53 men – Cause these are not kids. These are men. These men got to actually like listen to you and respect you. And if he can do that. And from what I'm told from coach fans, like this guy is a player's guy and they, they actually like him. Like as long as he can lead the team, I'm fine with that. I just, I just know that this is a different direction that we're used to because the hire was made without any influence from anybody in the organization. And we know how toxic <laughs> the upper management and ownership is in this organization. So I'm um, for years. I'm I'm happy with it, so that's that's my take. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to comment real quick uh, before you go in, our brother uh, from Morgan Park, Josh, um, he stated, "Sorry to sound silly, but I can't see a future um, where some dude named Everfluss takes us to a Super Bowl." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was big, Josh, offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! What's your thoughts, man? As a Bears fan, um, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with the hire. Um, he's a defensive-minded coach, and we're pretty much used to that. Uh, my, my thing is, you know, who, who are we gonna hire? Like on on the offensive side of the ball, and um, I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll get the defense back to, back to up to par, like as usual. The defense is always a couple players here, a couple players there. Only thing that really bothers me is um, we got a lot of people, uh, a lot of free agents, and uh, the team might be a little different. So, you know, we got um, Allen Robinson. I don't think Allen Robinson is going to be back. Um, Tariq Corn future is kind of in the air. You know, we got Khalil Herbert now and David Montgomery. So, I don't know. A couple of people uh, on defense. I think they need to change the secondary a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um they're going to have to pay Roquan eventually, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't I don't have a problem with the hire. You know, I give these guys a shot, man, you know, like like anybody else, give them a shot. Um, it all comes down to who's going to develop, you know, Justin Fields, you know, who's going to take over the offense. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Justin Fields. So I come with this question, Anthony, because you come on here and you – Good morning, by the way, Mr. Anthony Walsh. Good morning, guys. What they say, defense wins championships. Hold up. Time out. Yes, I know defense wins championships. We are very aware of that. But haven't the Bears always been this way in? So you you just stated it, bro. Like, literally, the Bears always, always does this, right? We've always been defensive-minded, right? We It's crazy, right? Roquan Smith, Jamar. Wasn't a pro bowler, but he was a, a damn all pro. I don't know how that happens, but it happened, right? Um, on the other hand, it, it, you know, the Colts, right? I love their defense all season, right? Jamar, a lot of people give Jonathan Taylor credit, but I think a lot of people kind of dismissed the Colts' defense. They had a pretty good damn defense that forced a lot of turnovers and kind of reminded me of the old Bears where that C-ball, get-ball thing with Charles Timmon and those guys. You come near them, they knocking the ball clean out your hand. That's what Leonard Floyd did. That's what a number of guys on that coast defense did. 
But on the other hand, here's my issue. We've always been a defense. We've always been a defensive-minded organization that drafted great linebackers, a great front seven, and that was always been our catalyst, running the football, all these other great things. We've never had a quarterback, right? It is vitally important that we choose the right person to run this offense because if not, then guess what, Bears fans? We're going to go through the same SOS, same, excuse my French, the same old shit. We're going to go through the same old shit if we don't get the offense right. Because with the defensive coordinator, don't get me wrong, we have a great defense, y'all. But if we don't have a quarterback, uh, Jamar and Ann, that could go up against Patrick Mahomes, that can go up against Aaron Rodgers, that can go up against, I mean, for Christ's sake, even, even Kirk Cousins. Like, uh, Kirk Cousins is empty calories, according to Jamar. Like, I'm not worried about Kirk Cousins. Oh, <laughs> Uh, you know, like, but I mean, they beat us. They beat us. Yeah. They beat us with Kirk Cousins. And it's because this is a quarterback driven league. And we need as the Bears, as fans, we really need to acknowledge sometimes that our offense really is what's holding us back. Our right. offense has been mediocre forever. And so it feels like to me, whether than Justin Fields being the pinpoint of our organization. I feel like Raquan Smith is the pinpoint of our organization. And we being the same old Bears that we've been for many, many, many years. I truly hope they get it right on the offensive side of the ball and they find the right person to develop Justin Fields. Because if not, then we ain't going nowhere because this is a quarterback-driven league today. Well, I'll say this. Um, the Cubs, they got a new GM couple years couple years back probably about five six years ago won the world series bulls changed their gm it was first in the east a couple weeks ago they second now but because of injuries but so they seem like they're getting it together we get a new gm um it, it might change look up two three years from now we might be in a, in a super bowl talk so we'll see i have to give them a chance we got to give him a chance. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not knocking him. I, I really, really, y'all, trust me, defense, Ian, I know, bro, like defense, yeah. yes. Matt Uberfluss, he has done a fantastic job with that defense, and I hope he do a fantastic job with us. But, guys, as we know, if the defense is on the field too long because the offense ain't doing nothing, it don't mean a damn thing. It don't mean nothing. It don't no. mean nothing because the defense is on the field all day. So we need to develop Justin Fields. That needs to be the priority. I mean, like, seriously. To be fair, we should probably, like, really start assessing this after the draft. Because remember last year, we, we, we you know, we, we thought that, you know, Nagy and Pace is going to be gone and somehow, some way they bought themselves another year. And then they signed Andy Dalton and I was, you know, getting ready to jump ship. And then somehow we ended up with Justin Fields. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe our future is kind of bright. But then, you know, they they, they kind of screwed up. But anyway, um, I mean, yeah, we should – I mean, ultimately we should give them a chance. Um, let's just, just look at the last maybe – what, we had, what, four coaches since Lovey Smith now? Like, this is the fourth coach. We had Tressman. Maybe one year we actually had a good offense, but we we sold our soul for our defense. We, we traded our defense for our offense that year. We scored forty two. The other team scored forty five. Tressman didn't last long. Terrible, dude. Tressman didn't last long because nobody believed in that man. He just he got ran over. So he he's not a leader of men. John Fox was just a joke because at that point his his whole philosophy was obsolete. Um, yeah. And then Nagy was supposed to be this wonder to 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 you know revamp our offense. It looked like the Kansas City Chiefs and. 
I mean, we look more like the Kansas <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, I mean, just yeah, just give it a chance. See what see what moves we make. See what the draft looks like. And then we should reassess probably in May. So, great, beautiful answer, Jamar. It's definitely fair that we evaluate the draft. We evaluate, as you mentioned, in the free agent decisions and moves that will take place coming up. Who do we keep? Who do we let go? Um, and, and from there, we just, you know, evaluate going forth. So we'll be evaluating uh, you all definitely as the summer hit. Um, this is a decision or this is be something we'll talk about definitely going forward as the summer hits because um, if Aaron Rodgers leads the NSC North, y'all, I got news. Excuse my French again, but this shit going to be wide open in the NFC North. If, 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 if Aaron Rodgers leave NFC North, it's a wide open division. We need to focus on Justin Fields. All right, fellas. Um, as we all seen last weekend, the divisional playoff round was one of the best weekends of collective football I have probably ever seen in my life, y'all. Um, and certainly in recent memory of com competition, competitiveness, all of that just in, in, in one weekend, literally. It was fantastic to see, man. Um, however, there were some questions, y'all, that lingered after some of these games. Um, I'm sure as you guys watched, right? And so, as example, um, let's start with the Tennessee Titans. We, we got to talk about all four games. Um, what was really the story of this game? And <laughs> I'm going to let you go, Jamar, because I see your face, man. <laughs> see your face. What was the story of this game with the Tennessee Titans and Cincinnati Bengals? Look, before, first off, I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out to, to Ian for, for, for picking Cincinnati here. Because uh, <laughs> Cause Good I, job, I man, because um, Tennessee blew that down, man. Man, you know, it was more so Ryan Tannehill blew, blew the game. Ryan <laughs> Tannehill is the reason why they lost. Ryan Tannehill had a Miami Dolphins jersey coached by Adam Gase in that game. That's what it looked like. <laughs> like it seemed like every time they take three steps forward, they get knocked ten steps back and fall off the whole staircase. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Look, look Jamar, but, just really quickly, my brother. Yes. If you in Tennessee and you can't even get your barbecue grill from tailgating, in your car for he throwing picks. Like, you can't even get your barbecue grill from the tailgating in your car for he throwing picks, bro. Like, you can't even go to the concession stand, Jamar, grab your beer and nachos for, for, for you getting a pick. He threw a pick, y'all, on the first game. and let you know how the day was going to go. Yeah. It, dude, it was terrible. And, it, and like, okay, well, he going to get himself together. He rusty. No, nah, they driving again. Another pick. Matter of fact, they ran the ball one particular drive, like basically the whole drive. And so he yep. threw the ball. It was a pick. I'm like, my God. It was God. a screen. He threw a, he threw a pick on a halfback screen. Who does that? <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, um, how I feel, this is my philosophy. Uh, you, can, you cannot get it done with a quarterback that relies on play action. Now, the only uh, anomaly right now is your boy in San Francisco at the moment. But he, he is a play-action quarterback, too. But normally, uh, in this gunslinger, like, quarterback-driven league, you got to have a quarterback that can hold their own. And apparently, he, he is not it. Like, you got you got these three monsters on offense. You are in serious win-now mode. You, you got to get it done. So, if – and remember, Mike Vrabel tried to get Tom Brady last off, uh, a couple of off-seasons ago instead of Tannehill. 
And Tannehill had led them to the uh, AFC Championship game that year. So, I mean, I don't think Mike Rabel scared to pull the trigger on getting an upgrade. So, yeah, I, I've seen enough out of Mr. Tannehill. He, he had a subpar year all the way around, and that was icing on the cake. Yeah, it was um, a really, really bad performance. Um, and just quickly, Jamar, the reason why I say it's rad, I mean, the Titans is because, Ian, you pointed this out last week, bro. When we kind of do this, we kind of learn how to remember stuff, right? You said last weekend that the Cincinnati Bengals second, uh, well, Cincinnati receivers, including our boy Jamar Chase, right? You got the best name in the NFL, right, Jamar? <laughs> he tore apart the Titans secondary. Yeah. Like, it's getting to the point, Jamar, and to where this little, these little kids, they are kids, um, they coming into stadiums, y'all, and you know they going – you know what they finna do. But it seems yeah. like they so great, you can't stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, people know Jamar Chase finna get the ball this rookie, and he's still balling out on them. Tennessee knew he was going to get the ball last week. Still shredded their secondary, Jamar. And you pointed this out last week, Jamar. You said that the Bengals had a chance if the Titans secondary didn't show up, which they didn't show up at all. Those two things alone, the Titans secondary and Ryan Tannehill were the reason why they are at home. They clearly were the better team, y'all. If you watch the game, they should have won the game. And if you ask me, honestly, the Cincinnati Bengals are lucky to be in the AFC championship. They're really lucky based off of all the opportunities. But once again, y'all, as we state, in playoff football, you that home team, you get off to a slow start. That other team get off to a fast start. Those palms, Jamar, get sweaty. Those palms get sweaty. People start making bad decisions. Quarterbacks start getting nervous, and boom, a team like Cincinnati come right in, flip the whole win at a stadium, voila. You know, and even amongst that, even amongst that, y'all, the Titans had a chance to win the game around Tennessee Hill through a pick. I mean, cut their whole momentum off. <laughs> just kill, just kill their whole momentum. They go right down the field to win the game. <laughs> and he just killed the momentum and throw an interception to the middle linebacker at that. Who is just standing there, right? And like, and you know the middle linebacker just standing, they just standing there like la 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 la. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Early Christmas present. Like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. And so I feel really bad for the Titans, man, because they are a well-rounded team. And I got to admit, y'all, honestly, I was thinking in my head, a Titans 49ers Super Bowl, well-rounded team. But with Ryan Tannehill, so what can you say? You know? And so here we are. Um, on the other hand, fellas, um, let's talk about our buddy. Um... Y'all know who my buddy is? Y'all, y'all know who Ann and Jamar's buddy is, y'all? It's a man named Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And so our buddy, our buddy, Aaron Rodgers, right, he um had a really bad weekend last weekend. I noticed that Aaron Andrews, she didn't hug him publicly this time. Maybe there was no reason to hug him, you know? Um, <laughs> I know that was mean. But she didn't <laughs> hug him this time. Like, it wasn't no hug this time. Um. Robbie Gold, good as gold, Jamar. I, I know we miss Robbie Gold. Uh, went right up there, ended the Packers season. Um, very sad for Packers fan, but it was a pleasure for us, right? Um, I'm just curious, and um, with Aaron Rodgers in his future, bro, like, 
what happens with Aaron Rodgers? What do you think he should do? And um, what do you think he does eventually? What do you think he should do? And what does he do eventually? Um, I don't think he's coming back to Green Bay. Okay. Where he goes, I mean, most people say Denver. I think they just hired the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. as a head coach. Um, Las Vegas, but they would have to let go Derek Carr. I don't think he's going there. Um, I don't know. I mean, he'll be going somewhere warm, though, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he could go to could go to San Francisco. Can't beat him, join him. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's probably too big to go to San Francisco. I'm, I'm he, telling you, bro. He wanted he wanted them to draft him, and he's from there, so nah. I don't think he's going to San Francisco, but honestly, I don't. I don't know where he's going to go, but you know, um, it's just been excuses. I mean, he just can't get it done. I mean, it's been excuse after excuse after excuse. It's the defense not have enough on offense. It's just always an excuse. Um, Saturday, at some point you got to get it done. At some point, you got to get it done. I personally, I think. I think the 49ers just got their number. I think if the Packers play anybody else, they probably blow him out. But I just think the 49ers just got his number. I mean, every time he plays, every time he plays the 49ers, he, he just lose. And they clearly have a better team than the 49ers. You just can't get it done. Sometimes, sometimes a coach just has your number. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I just feel like it ain't necessarily Jamar that the 49ers, although the 49ers might do have his number, I just think he's allergic to uh, a Super Bowl success. We were the only people that gave him a Super Bowl. He lost to the Seahawks, uh, and he lost to Cardinals. He lost to the Niners. These are all NFC Championship games. And let's not even get into the divisional playoff rounds that he's lost to the Giants, to the Niners, to various other teams. And so, yeah, he's allergic to real playoff success. Aaron Rodgers, um, for me in a way, he's very talented regular season, y'all. But when that pressure and those palms get sweaty, Aaron Rodgers just don't show up for some reason. Um, maybe the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. <laughs> um, he's good in, he's, he's good in shootouts. Um, but if, if you hit Aaron, if you get him frustrated, um, you know, he, he won't show up. And 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 yeah. that's what he did. Like, um, I mean, that's any quarterback. That, yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know. But Aaron is no end. That ain't any quarterback. Damn it! You need to stick to the script here because right now we talk about Aaron Rodgers. You need to be in full agreement. Knocking him out <laughs> like is something he don't like. He's a diva, right? So if you hit a diva in right too much, he gonna start crying. You know, and that's exactly what he did. However, I will say this, and I'm interested in this, Jamar. Y'all mentioned in San Francisco, that's what keep popping in my mind, man. Because he's from the San Francisco area. He went to Cal. He grew up a 49ers fan, like you stated. Um, they got all the pieces. They got all the pieces. The only thing the 49ers missing is a real quarterback. I mean, they made it to the NFC Championship and with Jimmy Garoppolo. Imagine Aaron Rodgers with that team. <laughs> like, imagine Aaron Rodgers with that team. 
That'd be a lot to deal with. That'd be a whole lot to deal with. And then don't let Devontae Adams follow him there. Like, if, if, if that was to happen and you got warm weather, you ain't got to worry about playing in a frozen tundra, your hands getting all freezing, and you telling me you got Aaron Rodgers, brother, can play in the hot weather, I think that would be really, really, really tough to beat. And I'm telling you, if he were to go to San Francisco in, I would love to watch them and the Rams go at it. I love that. That would be, that'd be really good to watch. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Jamari, you going to say something? Man. One one in a beautiful sight to see in that game. Like Packers so, scored, so Packers scored on opening drive, and after that, 49ers uh, buckled down and like you know played them tough. You know, you know, just waited. You know, waited, kept it close, and special teams just that was that was a beautiful sight to see. Um, Did you see how he looked when he was walking off the field? Like he's never come back again. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. It was just it was it was classic. It, it was yeah. classic. He was he was mentally done. Um, yeah, he 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 should go. I'm pretty sure uh, he's gonna you know tell them like gotta go. I'm out. Done. Finito. Finish. Um, as far as where he should go, I mean, there's. I'm actually uh, in the process of creating a, a list of uh, top five turnkey organizations for quarterbacks. Just insert a quarterback and you a contender. So we, like you mentioned, Denver. I mean, they got weapons. You mentioned the Bay Area. Uh, that might be a little bit more difficult, just because I'm thinking like, well, what you gonna do with Jimmy G and Trey Lance on that one? Like that's yeah. So they would have to do a lot of moving around on that one to get him. Uh, Miami, that's another one. Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, him and Mike Tomlin love each other. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, the football team, but they have a new team name here, I think, next week. So whatever their name is. Um, Jamar, you telling me if you the GM for the Niners, you wouldn't move the damn house for Aaron Rodgers? Maybe. Mm, his age, though. Yeah. Oh, look what look what Tampa did for Tom Brady. They won a Super Bowl, bro. Well, Tom Brady is known for winning Super Bowls. We just you just sat here and talked about how Aaron Rodgers can't get to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> but if he if he got all those weapons in warm weather, you guys telling me he can't win a Super Bowl in San Francisco? I mean, he had a lot of weapons in Green Bay for yeah. doing the early part of those years. I'm just saying. Regardless mm. of the point, you want more Aaron Rodgers on your team? I mean, yeah, but at this age, yeah. For what it's I worth, mean, though, I mean, it depends, man. I mean, if I'm the forty. I mean, look, the 49ers are still in the playoffs. The Packers are not. 49ers have another opportunity to go to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G somehow, some way. Aaron Rodgers on his couch right now. We're doing uh, uh, that buddy's uh, podcast, can't, Pack McAfee podcast. That, that's all he's doing right now. <laughs> or, or might be hosting Jeopardy. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I, I got comments, y'all, about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers should go hiking with his new girlfriend and never come back. Um, I think he should get vaccinated. And quit crying about how people are rooting against him because he's unvaccinated. Root against him because he's a told. <laughs> this is this is very true, Anthony. Uh, this is very true. It's not that we're trying to, you know, it, it's it's all the other stuff, you know. And so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or what about this? Since you know somebody might might retire, what if we go to Tampa? What about that? Yeah, now, hey. that's a, that's that's a really interesting one. Because uh, I was going to talk to you about that next. But go ahead and finish, Jamar. No, no. Let's let's segue into it. Yeah. And so we'll see y'all what uh, Aaron Rodgers does. Um, I think he's a great fit for San Francisco. I'm not – I don't know what these two are talking about. But on the other hand, 
Jamar did bring up a lot of great different scenarios. And so it could very well be possible um, to see what happened with that. Um, Tampa, <laughs> man, that was a great game, y'all. Um, I was sitting there watching y'all and I'm like, damn, 27-3. I must admit, y'all, I turned on power on stars. <laughs> I turned on power on stars hey. and then after the show was over, I came back. I'm like, damn. Like, he done did it again. Like, uh-huh. uh, it's like 27, it was 27-13, but they were driving, and they got stopped. And before I knew it, he threw that bomb to um, Mike Evans. I'm like, all right, we got a game. Then a fumble hit, and then Leonard Fournette scored. And I'm sitting there like, seriously, Tom Brady, you going to do this again, bro? Like, it, it really, really what came to my mind is I kind of said this last weekend, I was like, it's dangerous to pick against Tom Brady because it was sort of like when I was talking about Jesus, like he done did it before for you so many times. How could you forget? Like, haven't haven't he done this before? Like, (laughs) haven't he done this like a million times? Like, how can we sit here and forget? And the only reason why he didn't win is because he didn't get the ball back. If Tom Brady, after he got that scorching uh, momentum in, you gave him the ball back. You weren't gonna stop him. It wasn't a damn thing that I don't care who on the set. I don't care who on the defense. You weren't gonna stop him because once he got that heat going, it's, it's it's something to deal with. And that's that's crazy to see for a forty four year old y'all that um might be retiring. Which let's talk about retirement. So Jamar, man, you posted some, bro. Is this true? I mean that that uh website has been more reliable than not, but. I mean, just just think about it. So when he signed a couple of years ago, it was a lot of people speculated it was just for two years to begin with. And the other thing that I feel like it might have some, you know, legs to it is because, you know, his wife, his wife wants to retire. So that might be the deciding factor right there. Yeah. Family plays a big role. And it's crazy because he'll be retiring, y'all, but he'll be retiring playing at and, and a very elite level. Like, you know, most people retire like Big Ben. And no disrespect to Sean, but Big Ben, um, he's not playing at a, he, he, you know, Big Ben should have probably retired some years ago. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> right. What were you going to say, Jamar? Like, <laughs> Ooh, he out here playing like, uh... <laughs> never mind. But yeah, he, he should have been gone some years ago. <laughs> Right, right. And so, like, with Big Ben, you knew it was time, and you knew it was time for Big Ben. But on the other hand, with, you know, uh, with, with Tom Brady, like, the way he planned, he looked like he can play another two, three years. That's if he want to stop playing at an elite level. But, I mean, man, it's, it's crazy to see, man, somebody that's 45, about to be 45, playing at that um, elite level. That was a really, really good game to see, man. Um, just curious, y'all, in regards to this last game, um, of the uh, weekend between, um, Patrick Mahomes and, um, Josh Allen, I just want to ask y'all fellas, it was 13 seconds left on the clock, Jamar. In traditional NFL sense, that is impossible to mostly do in a traditional NFL sense. But does today's rules now, is 13 seconds an eternity, y'all, in today's NFL? 
Like, no. or is it just that Patrick Mahomes is just that good? Is he literally that good? That 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 dude? Like, it's. I think it's a combination of a lot. So, first of all, we don't kick the ball to the end zone. We squib kick. Right. So we can run seconds off the clock. They have timeouts still. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. It's 13 seconds left. I mean, that game should have been – the Chiefs should be at home. So, you know, it's Patrick Mahomes, the squib kick. And so then a couple seconds, it's 13 seconds. So that probably leaves them at – I don't know. They they might run the 13 seconds, seconds out. Like that. That. Yeah. Right. At the most, probably seven, eight seconds. So then the first – what was it? The first pass to Tyreek Hill, he catches that. Now he now they got to throw the ball around. The game is over, you know. But kick to the end zone, no time comes off. I think they still had two timeouts left. I think they still had two timeouts left. And so Tyreek gets the ball. He gets the what the 19, 20 yard game timeout. Then this just happened to be Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They didn't even well. He didn't even run the right route he's supposed to run. He just ran just ran upfield. Because I think he was supposed to run. I think he was supposed to run across field. And if you look at the replay, the linebacker's right there. So the linebacker's right there. He probably knocked the ball down. They probably get hit. The game is pretty much over, not even in field goal range. But gotta credit Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They just backyard, excuse my language, backyard bullshit. And you know, getting in field goal range. And I think after they hit that field goal, I think the Bills mind, I think they mind was just gone. It was just like. I can't believe it. They won the game. Like, right. I gave y'all 13 right. seconds to just do nothing. 13 seconds to I don't to be honest, I don't think that team will ever be the same no more after that. Two years in a row. Same stadium. This time I just felt like I just knew. I was like I said last week, I was like revenge tour. They they want them. Came back, going back and forth. 13 seconds left me come back, touchdown, man. 13 man, seconds two, to lose the game. Two fantastic teams, and remember we said this last week, man. Me and Jamar was stating, like, why are they playing this weekend? Like, I wish they played next weekend. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and it literally turned out to be what we thought it would be, y'all. Two fantastic football teams. Just going at it, man. Um, but, and you right, bro. That squib kick, that, that would have – why didn't you do that? Like it would change everything. Man, I know McDermott at home kicking himself. Like I heard on NFL radio this week, y'all, that he was like watching it over and over again, like it was a nightmare or something. Like, I mean, it, it it was. I mean, it was thirteen. I mean, thirteen seconds, and then I mean, they just go down over the time and get the ball first. They just drive right down the field, right down the field. Because if you, you look at it, y'all, you look at it, if you Sean McDermott, Jamar, you telling yourself, like, you got a young Joe Burrow, like, man, I could have legitly had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You know, like, no disrespect to the Bengals, but, like. Yeah, man, that was, that was rough. That was rough. I'm sitting here watching a masterpiece that Josh Allen put together in that fourth quarter. Like, like man, this, this dude is a winner. And then to throw that strike with 13 seconds left, I'm like, he won the game. Just like he said, he he won the game. The Bills won that game. Mm. Bills defense didn't play a full 60 minutes. 
Bill's, <laughs> Bill's defense paid what fifty nine minutes and then uh, forty seven seconds. <laughs> like, dude, the I, I don't know what formation they was in, but yeah, just like you said, the way that Kelsey and Mahomes like saw that. Matter of fact, Kelsey said they called timeout, and he told him if they run the same thing again, this is what I'm gonna do. He was mm-hmm. wide open in that scene, like like nobody around him. Right. That was another thing people was criticizing the Bills for was they defense. This is outside the squib, y'all. They was criticizing for the defense they played. Mm-hmm. They, they they played so lack of days ago. They played like they didn't have timeouts. They they were trying to like guard the the the, the sideline or something. They should have been like playing like normal defense. I, I I don't know, but yeah. I mean, I don't know what curses on this Bills franchise. I mean, you know, about 30 years ago, they went to, what, four straight Super Bowls and lost, and now, you know, can't yeah, get over the hump here. That's crazy. Four straight Super Bowls. That's, that's insane. And to lose every single one of them. And and I saw a meme to where they had a picture of uh, Stephon Diggs looking at the celebration last year. Is that Stephon Diggs waited for this moment for it to happen again. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, man. Um, one of the players was just sitting there the whole time after the game was over. Um, and so, yeah. But one, it is. But one thing I can say, y'all, is I'm excited for the AFC, yo. Like, look, you got Josh Allen. You got Justin Herbert. You got Joe Burrow. You got Lamar Jackson. You got Patrick Mahomes. Like, AFC going to be lit going forward, man. Like, I'm yeah. – I'm from a football perspective, like. Well, A-Rod better stay in the a- NFC. There's too many young guns out there. Yeah, there's a lot of young guns in the AFC for sure, man, for sure. And so, yeah. Uh, well, fellas, um, I just want to ask before we get into our picks. Um, and this is now going to the NFC. So with the quarterback situation in San Francisco, uh, right, and we kind of see what happened, Jamar, and, and with, like, as example, in Kansas City, you had a winning team that was a championship game-like contender with the Kansas City Chiefs, y'all, if y'all remember, with Alex Smith. But then they pulled the trigger, and they brought in a Patrick Mahomes. And now look at him. Jamar's kind of hidden on this, and that's what he's been trying to tell me, right, for some time. Um I'm kind of looking at Jimmy G just from this season and just saying you kind of owe him a little due diligence for what he's done for the franchise this season. But I'm curious, y'all, like um, a very talented Trey Lance waiting in the background. And so even though this team has reached the NFC championship, right, many people feel that they have done so in spite of his quarterback performance. If you look at his numbers, y'all, they're terrible. Um, They're terrible. And so to cut to the chase, y'all, um, is Jimmy Garoppolo tomorrow still under pressure to win Jamar? Like, even though they've reached the NFC Championship and you got a talented Trey Lance back there waiting? Absolutely. I think I told you at the, before the season started, like, like, what does he have to do to, you know, keep his job? I said win the Super Bowl. That's exactly what I so said. So he got to literally go all the way. Yes. Yes. I mean, let's let's – Let's let's bring up a name you mentioned about 30 seconds ago. Alex Smith in two situations, one with the 49ers. Like Jim Harbaugh was the coach, even though Alex Smith was doing well, insert Callan Kaepernick, you know, they they go to the Super Bowl and they was actually a play away from actually winning the Super Bowl, literally at the end of the game. Same thing with Kansas City. 
Like Alex Smith, you know, was was good and great and all, but didn't have enough. They plateaued and started Patrick Mahomes. The rest is history. I mean, Jimmy G is following the same makeup here. I mean, Jimmy G, like, had his golden opportunity about, what, two or three years ago? Missed uh, Emmanuel Sanders on that bomb. Probably would have won the game based on how the team was playing. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy G, even though they they escaped Green Bay, but it was at least three or four of those passes last week that should have been picked off. That that clean clearly should have been picked off going into those flats like that. I don't know what he was doing. Um, yeah, I mean, as great as Jimmy G is, as far as them winning games, you know, with him as the starting quarterback, we we know that that team is more so predicated on the whole collective unit for them to win, not him. That's what I mean by play action quarterback. Maybe about ten minutes ago that. You cannot win in this league, in my opinion, with a quarterback that's reliant on play action. You can't do it. You, you, if you do, you got to have a whole bubble around him, which the San Francisco 49ers does at the moment because the defense, the running game, and everything else, special teams is great. So, mm. yep, mm. man, that's crazy. Uh, and what you think, man? You think he's still under pressure? Uh, no, I think I think the Rams are under pressure this week. Uh, game in LA, Super Bowl in LA. Um, they pretty much got a Pro Bowl team. They're the favorite, but the 49ers had their number. 49ers beat them earlier this year. Um, I just think I think the Rams are under pressure just based upon their team. Um, that's a good point. The Rams are indeed. I do believe, I do believe he has to win. Go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl to keep his job. I do believe that. But, I mean, eventually they're going to move on. You take a quarterback in the top five, top ten, he's not going to sit long. So, um, at this point, he's basically playing – he's playing for a job elsewhere. They could they could, they could, could win the Super Bowl and trade him, you know, if they want to go forward with uh, Trey Lance. So, like I said, they're not going to – they're not going to draft the quarterback in the top ten, top 15 pick and just sit on him. You know, but um, I mean, it's hard to play Trey Lance. I mean, they're winning. They're winning on every facet of the ball besides really offense. And when they really need it on offense, I mean, he gets it done. And no he matter how bad it is, he gets it done when it matters. He gets Truly. it done. So um, I think it's the Rams. I think it's the Rams. Uh, I think they got more pressure this week. No, that's a good point, man, bringing up the Rams and they pressure because they do got pressure. Shamar stated they gave up the house and the bag of chips to get uh, Matthew Stafford um, and to get their team they got. And so um, let's get into the picks, fellas. Um, at uh, 2 o'clock, we got the um, AFC Championship, and uh, that is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. And so just curious, fellas, um, 3.05 Eastern time. CBS for y'all who's interested. Um, who wins, uh, Jamar? Who wins the AFC Championship? You got the the Bengals or the Chiefs? Ooh, 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 ooh. That's that's the toughest game for me to pick actually this weekend. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I don't I don't have the warm and fuzzies about it, just because uh, you know as you stated. Brandon, before uh, earlier today, that you know the home team starts off slow type deal. Cincinnati does have the firepower to you know put pressure on you. It's just the thing is, Kansas City got the exact same firepower to put pressure on them. Um, 
So I I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Kansas City. I just think they have a, a few less flaws than Cincinnati in this one. It's it's just tough though. I I got Kansas City though. They actually just showed a picture of Trey Lance and um <laughs> Trey Lance and uh Jimmy G. <laughs> and so yeah, um and I'm gonna go really quick, bro. Um I got Kansas City as well. Um when we talk about firepower, you're right, uh Jamar. Cincinnati got firepower, but Kansas City got firepower, and it's firepower that you gotta keep up with for a full 60 minutes. It's not a firepower that's just gonna fizzle out in. It's a firepower that's going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And do you have enough to keep up with it? The only team I can think of right now, and I'll get to the next game, is one team I think that can keep up with them. And so Cincinnati, I like Cincinnati. I really do. But I really think, y'all, that they were lucky to be here. And it's a really good boost for them. It's a really good motivation for them. And it's exciting for them to go forward. But if you ask me if I think they win this game, I don't think they win this game. Um, but who knows? I mean, maybe surprises. You know, it has been surprises. It has been surprises at this time of the year. But if I got to pick between these two, I got to go with Kansas City. Um, Ian, who you got, bro? I'm going upset. Cincy. Oh. Wow. I'm taking Cincy in the upset. I've been riding with Joe Burrow and Jamar all year. I'm going upset. I'm – the only thing that scares me about Kansas City, I'm not a believer in their defense. So what no, if, I agree with you. They defense. Yeah. They so defense what, what, is trash. what if we have a what if we have a game where um where Patrick Mahomes will get the ball back? You know, he, he won't be, be able to be Superman. He'll be on the other hand like Josh Allen. But I mean they do get I believe they get Tyron Matthew back this week. So that'd be a big help for them on defense, uh, as far as leadership. But um I'm going, I'm going with the upset. I got Sensi. I'm going with the upset. Wow. Oh, you heard it. Got Sensi and the upset. The young He's baby Bengals. with that. Yeah, man. And, you know, Sensi is, um, they got some young gunners. And you're right, and Like, Josh Allen came in and did what he did against the defense. I mean, is Joe Burrow going to be far off? Like, I mean, he already did it. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And what scares me with them is like, like, like you mentioned earlier, they they are young, but they're fearless. Like they come in with like nothing to lose. Type yeah. deal. Exactly. This is what makes them dangerous. This is what makes them dangerous. Nobody and they can jump on you. Yep. They're good. Really, really quickly. And that's stated, man, with those two guys, like they're so talented, Jamar and Joe Burrow, you know what they're gonna do, guys. But the question is, can you stop it? You know it's coming. Question is, can you stop it? So, um, yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. Uh, all right, man. The 49ers at the Rams. The 49ers at the Rams. So, Ian, let's start off with you, bro. Who you got in this one? Uh, I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers take this one because they have their number for some reason. But, but I'm taking the Rams. I feel confident in that pick. I'm taking a round. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Jamar? Hey man, I've been I've been pretty good on the uh, on the Niners trade uh, train lately, but um, uh, the train stops here in the SoFi Stadium. The Rams, I I just feel like it's the Rams' year, man. They they 
And I, and I feel like this game won't be as close as probably we all think. I think the Rams just get it done. I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I try to you – know, I've been trying to make a case in my in my head, y'all, all week for the Niners, but I can't. I, I, I can't mentally make a case for the Niners. Um, let's go with some of the comments, y'all. We got plenty of comments, y'all. Um, well, Anthony was talking about the Tom Brady retirement. His wife is mad as hell. She's the boss. He's out. I retired too if I had to choose between football and her. Uh, <laughs> Prescott JB. Yep. However, Prescott JB, Josh, as you know, he played with, as you know, he played with Jimmy G at Eastern Illinois, him and Reginald, right? So yeah. he stated Jimmy G is going to win tomorrow. That's my teammate. Or as Stephen A. Smith would call him, porn star Jimmy. Porn star Jimmy gets it done tomorrow. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, man, like um, he's riding with Jimmy G. Um, and who they? Anthony Walsh, he's with you. Uh, and he's rolling with the Bengals tomorrow in an upset. Um, on the other hand, as well, um, Prescott JB, he's delivering some news for you guys. He stated that the Rams are going to allow the moment to become too big. In other words, they're going to be get sweaty palms. You got the chance to not only host the NFC Championship, but the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who does that, y'all? Can have the NFC Championship, Jamar, and a Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. They ain't even got to travel no damn well. Like, yeah. that's beautiful. Like, who, who, who does that? Like, and just have all that. They, they, all they got to do is go from home. Like, most people got to travel. Like, they ain't got to go nowhere. Like, no that is, like, beautiful. <laughs> we got some more comments. And so, yeah, uh, Prescott JB stated, the Rams are going to allow the moment to become too big. Tuck their tails, piss down their legs, and let Jimmy G moonwalk into SoFi for the win. Woo! I would love to see that, boy. Because if I do, I'm going to rub it into Jamar, Chris, Dominique McKinney's face, and be like, hey, you guys counted out Jimmy G, and now he's in a suit. Hey, 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 hey. But, but it's what Anthony said. He said Jimmy G won't survive that defense. Watch when he throws those lollipops out to the flat. A few of those. It could have been picked six last week. The Rams will make the same mistake. Yeah. Right. And so, um, yeah, uh, it is very interesting, man. We got um, we got folks that's on opposite sides here for real. And so um, Victor and Josh are going with the Niners. Um, and so. Anthony is going with the Rams. He's been on the Rams train pretty much all season. And so, Jamar, um, you got the Rams pretty much in a blowout, right? Um, <clears throat> this is another game that I'm stuck on. You know why I'm stuck on it, y'all? Because the Niners have had the Rams number all season. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two, we just saw what they did in L.A. a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, number three, physical football travels anywhere. I don't care if it's against the Rams. I don't care if it's against the 99 Rams. I don't care if it's against the, the, the 2002 Raiders. All these great offenses, yeah. 
Um, the Kansas City Chiefs last year, I mean, they got the hell beat out of them. I mean, I know it was an offensive line issue last year, but that defense was hot. That defense was scorching. Um, and the Niners' defense, they ain't gave up nothing this postseason. Um, outside of trash time, um, they've been in playoff mode for the longest. <sighs> Damn it. Let's pick the Rams. Oh, I'm and, and, looking. And, I'm and to add, that. go ahead, Jamar. And to add to your argument, uh, apparently the, the Niners have beat the Rams six straight times, just, just so you know. Six yep. straight times. Wow. Um, and Prescott JB stated that it's a lot of Niners fans. Y'all been bringing hearing about that too, right, y'all? That the it's so many Niners fans. They done flooded all of uh, Southern California, they say. And as you remember, if you guys watched the game, you saw that stadium with the Rams and the Niners. That stadium yeah. was red as hell. It was Yeah, red. it was more Niners fan than Rams fan. It yep. was red. It was legitimately mm-hmm. red. And that's so why they he said, it off. Said it again, Jamar. As I said, that's why they capped off uh, the ticket sales for anybody outside the uh, the area code. Man, the Rams crazy. They, they like, uh-uh, we ain't finna let y'all into our stadium. Mm-hmm. I think it's 70-30 uh, uh, split. Wow. Man, that's crazy. And so um, they, they did about area code, Jamar? Yeah, yeah. they say, yeah, they say anybody outside this area code, like, nope, not doing it. Yep, Debo Samuel tweeted about it. I want to see this one, man. The Rams are playing an away game this weekend because their fans stink. Just something to consider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> man, so part of me want to pick the Rams, y'all, because they just are – they appear to be the better football team. I mean, look at them. I mean, look at them. Like, look at the Rams. Like, but on the other hand, I did just state to y'all that I told my brother that I felt the Niners and Titans would be in a Super Bowl – and so the Niners, they still in it. Um, and so my pick is biased here. And I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, if I pick the Rams, I, hey, I'm going to What, what, Jamar, what? I was going to say, go, go, think, bro. Man, uh, go ahead and ride the Jimmy G wave until to the, to the collapse, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to ride that Jimmy G wave when you see what the Rams are doing, man. Like, did you see how they went down the field last? I mean, like, it was just as impressive as Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. His 13 Donald, seconds, what they did was just as impressive. All it took Donald's was two plays. Like, right. Yeah. And so, from a logical standpoint, Josh, anybody and their mama want to see the Rams and the Chiefs. If you want to watch great football – that's what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Remember that game a few years back, Jamar? Remember that game yes. of Rams and the Chiefs? Yes. Yeah, that was yes. like, that is still the best regular season game I ever saw in my life. Yeah. Not even close. Right, right. And so, you know what? Damn, I got to get off the Jimmy G train because <gasps> all signs appear to be pointing to L.A. Everything. Everything just pointing to L.A. Um, but, Josh, I tell you what. Me and Jamar. If you, if, if Jimmy G win this game tomorrow, we're going to give you kudos and you can join us on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast and you can give us all the reasons why we did not see Jimmy G doing what he would do as you predicted uh, tomorrow. 
And so with that, I'm gonna go with the Rams because everything's just pointing to the Rams at this moment. Um, but we will see, man. This is the championship game, y'all. And um, those home teams often get sweaty palms. And so we'll see what happens with, uh, with the Rams because, indeed, it's a lot of pressure on them, y'all, low-key for real. And so, um, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Definitely good stuff. Definitely good stuff. And so with that being said, fellas, um, let's now transition to the NBA. Um, and so just, you know, quickly, fellas, just your thoughts upon – um, seeing as example the NBA All Star picks, and so um, you, you guys are where the starters were announced um, on Thursday, and so um, and by the way this year it'd be held in Cleveland, it'd be held in LeBron's former hometown. Um, Andrew Wiggins, y'all from the Warriors, was announced as a starter, um, and so just curious, like y'all after all this guy has been through, people wonder if he's a bust or not. What came to your mind when you found out, like, when he was announced as a starter, like Andrew Wiggins, like a guy like Andrew Wiggins this year? Um, he deserved it, in my, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, just looking at the optics, I mean, Clay's not there. Well, Clay hasn't been there, I should say. Um, he's arguably the third or fourth option on that team. He's averaging almost 20 points a game, and he's – He's been a great two-way player for them this year. They're number one in the number one in the West. So, I mean, he's been balling out. I mean, if you haven't been paying attention to the Warriors, then you'll be like, oh, he's only averaging 18 points. But he's a big reason why they're number one in the West. Because I mean, Steph Curry's been in a slump since the since the shooting record, but Andrew Wiggins has balled out this year. He rightfully so deserved. Same here. This is my initial my initial thought. <laughs> look, look. Does he deserve to be all star this year? Probably. A starter? Really? You people in the Bay Area voted for this man to be a starter? <laughs> that that I, I I I'm sorry. Like soft cat probably deserves to be a starter over him. Um. Uh. Your boy, I, I'll even vote your your boy, uh, Brandon uh, Anthony Edwards, as a starter over that man. Like, yeah, uh, Anthony Edwards is a boy. um, Rudy dependent on Lops, uh, Gobert. He probably should have been a starter. Um, like, look, like I, I get it. Like, you know, Warriors winning. Andrew Wiggins playing the best basketball of his career. Don't have that much pressure on him, so he, you know, doing his thing fits in well with the system. Ain't got to be the first, second option at this point. Probably don't have to be the third option, maybe the fourth at this point. I get all that. However, like you said, Brandon, we was looking at this man as a bust. Matter of fact, the first two picks of that draft was looking like super bust out here. And I had high hopes for both of them. One of them barely in the league. I guess the other one just happened to, you know, you know, happened to find the right situation at the last moment to be a starter, a starter. That has come straight from the Bay Area. They they voted probably twice a day for this man to be a starter. I don't get it. He should be an all-star, not a starter. Like, like when they make the selection, I guarantee he's gonna be the last one picked for the for the starting lineup. Like it is it's just happening like that. No disrespect, but disrespect. So <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, all the thing I can say is congrats to Andrew Wiggins. Um Great year, like you're saying, great year, 
great defense, great team. Um, happen to be a beneficiary of all those things. And um, like you say, Jamar being in the Bay Area probably helped him a whole, whole lot, right? And so um, congrats to Andrew Wiggins, man. Um, that's something you can put on his resume going forward, you know? And so I just hope he don't get in the game, Jamar, breaking it up. <laughs> I, just, I just hope he don't get in that game and break it up and then it's be the most boring damn all-star game in recent history. Dude, he, he only has one go-to move, which is a step back uh, jump shot from the elbow. That's all he got. That's all I ever seen. Damn. It ain't never changed. <laughs> From Kansas to now, it ain't never changed. And Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins with the step back. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Like, woo. They're prepared to be in a crowd. Like, did you see that move, son? Did you see that move? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, 10 minutes later, be like, son, did you see that move? He did it again. Right. Uh, son start catching up, like, hold up, he just did that like 10 minutes ago. Like, be like, yeah, man. So um, congrats to Andrew Wiggins, man. I mean, you know, he made the all-star game. And our boy, on the other hand, y'all, um, DeMar DeRozan, definitely deserving. Definitely deserving it. So how do y'all feel, fellas, about – the Bulls getting two nods in the All-Star game this year. We got two guys going. Um, Rightfully so, uh, deserve. DeMar Levine, really. he in it, right? He, uh, he didn't get voted in as a starter. Right, but he's in. We, we don't know for sure. We don't know they, for sure, but we don't, they right, will. we don't know for sure. Thank you for pointing that out. But it's very, very likely, y'all, Levine to get in. And yeah. so – we got we got already DeRozan in, and so let's just focus on that then. So DeRozan being voted as a starter, rightfully um, so. Rightfully so, right? Yeah, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, my I guess my only beef from the East is Trey Young being voted in as a starter. God, there's, oh. yeah, how did there's, that happen? So there's two people that I would consider over him. Um, one would be Levine, but maybe the injury maybe downplayed that just a tad. The other one is uh, the young uh, star blossoming in uh, Cleveland right now, which would be uh, yes, yes. Yeah, he should be the star. He's a monster. What about what about Lamelo, y'all? Lamelo, I'm, I'm just hoping he can get in. He's, 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 all, he's, all, he's arguably like an all star at this point, like almost, like he could be, should be. Hey, dude, I mean he. <laughs> what he has done with that franchise so far and the fact that, you know, they're, you know, winning games and, you know, competing here and getting the best out of players like Miles Bridges having his best year. I mean, your starting center is Cody Zeller. Like that's enough said, um, you know, the team, the roster itself doesn't have the best talent, but they're competitive every night and he's the engine to it. Um, all right, y'all, let's talk about the Lakers. So the Lakers, um, they are continuing and they slump, y'all. And so just curious, fellas, like, tomorrow you can begin this. At this point, is there any hope that the mediocre habits of the Lakers will change? Like, are they going to continue to just be the team that they are? Will the, will the Lakers make the playoffs, Jamar? 
No, I'm serious, bro. Like, and that's why I'm laughing. Like, that is a legitimate question. Let's let us let us see. I, I know they're ninth in the West right now. Their record is was it 25-26? I'm sorry, 24-26. 50 games in. Then you got 32 games left. To, to turn this around, you got Anthony Davis back. They lost to Charlotte last night. Um look, man, I I, I don't know. Hey, anybody that supports this Laker team, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, like you, you like I said last week, you kind of, you know, made your bed, so you got to lay in it. Like, I don't know who's going to, you know, trade for Westbrook besides Houston, which would be super stupid. Like, but that's not the only problem. You just got a bunch of old people out there that can't play any defense, that has no continuity, uh, that doesn't even look hungry at times. You know, LeBron doing his thing, but, I mean, he can only do so much. What The man's, what, 37, 38 right now? Um, on the team, and, need, been, been, I mean, need icing then, out all that stuff. And the president of the glass fraternity, Anthony Davis, probably going to play another, like, 10 games before he's knocked out for another six to eight weeks. Um Carmelo, you know, he's a shell of himself. Like I said, your second best player has been Stanley Johnson, who just, you know, found his way, had an epiphany and found his way back in the league after being a lottery pick that haven't done anything. Like, this is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I mean, look, the Timberwolves have a better record than the Lakers right now. The Timberwolves. The Clippers, without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, has a better record than the Lakers. The Denver Nuggets who only have Jokic because the other two people are out with injuries. You got Dallas who has an out of shape. Uh, Luka Doncic out here got a better record. Utah, like Memphis, <laughs> the team that nobody saw that has one superstar and a bunch of role players that's exceeding expectations is dogging the Lakers record. They got them. They, they are hitting them by probably like, I don't know, 11 or 12 games right now. And you got Portland. Portland, who's only, what, two and a half games back of the Lakers, who doesn't have Damian Lillard, who's, you know, uh, C.J. McCollum had a, a collapsed lung early in the year. Anthony uh, Simons out here just doing his thing with a depleted team. They only two and a half games back. That's how bad the Lakers have been this year. I don't know they could turn around. 32 games left. What can you do at this point? You can't teach the old dog new tricks. I don't know what to tell you. And anything. Uh, and Jamar pretty much hit on the head. I mean, they are who they are at this point. Uh, what, what did you call uh, Anthony Davis last week, Jamar? Oh, I can't remember. The save of my life. I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> the president of the glass fraternity. Yeah, yeah. He, he proved that, what was that, the other night. Hurt his wrist. I mean, he balled out. I mean, they got blew out. Then he didn't play last night. So it's like. At this point, I don't, I don't know. It's, like I always say, it's not, it's not LeBron's team. Is Anthony Davis? They only gonna go so far as Anthony Davis goes. He's back in street clothes, so I mean, I don't know. I just think they're gonna be at home this year. <laughs> they ain't looking too good. <laughs> yeah, Sad, man, because um, you like to see LeBron get that fifth, but um. Where's looking with that Lakers team? It looks like but, maybe they lucked up y'all in the bubble. Just, just, just think about it. Jamar, you were stating that the Clippers supposed to won that year. Yeah, and, and they didn't get it done. But 
just look at it now. Ninth in the West, this, you know, holds through, you know, they have to play a playing game and they have to, you know, have to play win two games. If they play Portland, I'm sure they take care of Portland, but if they got to play, you know, the Clippers or the Timberwolves, especially the Timberwolves, I feel like Timberwolves have nothing to lose, especially with a guy like Anthony Edwards who really don't care about anything but himself. He going to give you buckets. He going to give you buckets. He not going home. So, and they have no youth to defend him. So, good luck. Young 20 year old. That's a wrap. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah. That's what's going on with the Lakers. Um, yeah, so just quickly, y'all in the Hall of Fame. Um, we see that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, they were both denied. Um, and it was mostly due to their extensive use of performance enhancing drugs and being caught with them and different things like that. And so um Man, with the PEDs and that history behind them, um, Jamar, you can jump in on this one, man. Um, mm-hmm. In the foreseeable future, do you see Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens getting into the Hall of Fame? Will they ever make it? That's tough. That's tough. Because um, as of right now, how I feel, like, like the, the Hall of Fame process is a complete joke. It's a joke to me. The fact that you voted in David Ortiz, and like I made it on Facebook, like, what, David Ortiz, nice player. I enjoy watching him. Steroids and no steroids. And he was, you know, you know, uh, part of the steroid list. He took steroids, too. Yep. That was my whole thing. And the fact that he got voted in. First ballot. The only one voted in. And you don't vote in Barry Bonds, who was the most feared player I ever witnessed in my life the fact that they walked a man with the bases loaded the fact that in one season he had the amount of walks that he had he walked longer than the length of the golden gate bridge i'll never forget that stat wow crazy and you telling me you can't vote him in because you don't like him but you like big poppy just from a personal standpoint like and and we're okay that this happens like no this this is complete bs i think is what now like up to like the players or something like that to get them voted in and you know the older oh, is isn't, like, isn't in the committee or something that's the committee it's, you have to have 75 percent or something like that from the committee so not not the, uh, the actual writers anymore he has to go to the committee mm-hmm. and so it's, yeah i think it's a committee y'all of uh former people right maybe that's, former players and- i think that's what it is so that there's no telling but but in my opinion, even before the steroids, he was a Hall of Famer to me. Yeah, he had three of VPs. That's my yeah. So right I, in like before the steroids, I feel like he was a Hall of Famer. Like he didn't even need them at all. And so and to be and to be honest, his numbers were pretty much the same besides the one year he hit 70, what, 73, 74, 75 home right. runs. But other than that. All his other years were pretty consistent, 30 and 40 home runs every year. So Yeah, he was still lethal. You still feared the man. And 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 to be fair, like, look, anybody that like anybody could take steroids, but you still gotta put the bat on the ball. <laughs> you and still gotta play the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he was still slugging them without him. So 
number probably would have been similar to begin with. Right. Exactly. Yeah, y'all, get some stats for Barry Bonds. Um, isn't he the all-time home run leading Jamar at 762? Yep. 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 So all-time home run lead at 762 home runs. Nobody's going to get that. <laughs> and let me make this last point. And the fact that the nerve of Major League Baseball to use this man to generate income in a fan base, mm-hmm. they, 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 they supported all of what he was doing and then just to throw him to the side like this. Right. I want to say some words that I can't say on this podcast. <laughs> that's that's <how> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right man. You know, I went I went to the old cliche. I went to the old cliche argument, um, and that I offend people with sometimes. And I I, I voted, I, I stated he the reason why uh Barry Bonds uh didn't get in is because he's a black male. Um David Ortiz was a good guy, right? He wasn't a threat, he wasn't as a, 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 a apologetic. He was fun. Um yeah, he was fun, right? And and one thing about uh, David Ortiz, I felt that got him in. Is remember when the Boston Marathon happened, y'all? And you know, unfortunately, you had about I think two people that died, or one person that died with the bombings. Um, he basically was famously like, you know, leave alone our effing CD, and he was mm-hmm. like saying it like after a game or before a game, and they just got all the Boston riled up and stuff, and they won the World Series that year. Um, that really helped him get in alongside those runs he had with those other World Series. And so um, Big Poppy, non-threatening, he, he, he kind of did what the white folks wanted. Barry Bonds, a villain, right? Seven-time MVP, y'all. Home run derby chap, 14-time All-Star, eight-time Gold Glove, two-time Biden title, 12-time Silver Slugger, three-time Major League Player of the Year, but once again, y'all, let me say that again, Jamar. Seven MVPs. Seven. Three seven. before three before the steroids. <laughs> before um, seven hundred sixty-two home runs and two thousand RBIs. Um, I don't know what more needs to be done for that. I don't know what more speaks more to that resume. Um, we're arguing here, y'all, on the early morning sports talk podcast that even prior to uh the PEDs. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer. Um, and so, you know, and even amongst that, you still got guys that did PEDs that got into the Hall of Fame, including Alex Rodriguez, including David Ortiz, and both of those guys on the Mount Rushmore, they're looking up to Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry Bonds is arguably the greatest baseball player of all time outside of a few other folks. You got to at least put him in the top five. And so – for him to not get in is pretty rough. Um, I see you chiming in, Chris Ford. I see you um, watching. Um, I love to get your intake as well because I know you know baseball like a core. Um, Anthony Walsh stated, steroids made the game more interesting to watch. I say let the players take them if they want. It's absolutely ridiculous these guys aren't in. Yeah, I'm with you, Anthony. And so JB stated, the hypocrisy of the Hall of Fame comes from the writers who cheered on people like Sosa and McGuire while knowing damn well they were juicing. Wow, y'all hear that? Like, that's a good point, bro. Like, could they have known Jamar back in the day? Y'all remember when we were showing this, right? Watching, you know, uh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, them go back and forth. They probably did know they were juicing, Jamar. Heck yeah. I mean, at that time when I was young, I didn't, I didn't know any better, but... 
I'm pretty sure no nobody's stupid. Everybody knew. I mean, look at Sammy Sosa now. He like a bottle of Pepto Bismol. I mean, come on. <laughs> It's something, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, yeah, man, you know, like, Sammy's supposed to do it like a Barbie doll, for real. Like, <laughs> look at him, you'd be like, what the hell happened? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know, I ain't think anybody can turn that skin color. <laughs> I mean, man, you know, oh, so. They knew, man, they knew. I'm just saying, like, enhancing drugs did something. <laughs> But we all knew. Matter of fact, didn't they do a thirty for thirty on 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 that on that season on ESPN for yeah. for the the home run race that saved baseball? That that was actually the reason why I got into baseball because looking at that, and then you just gonna we just on, throw bro. all these guys to the That's side. That's how I got into baseball, Jamar. That's how I got into it. It was because of yeah. watching that, and it was fun to watch. It was. It got me hyped. It wanted me. I wanted to play little league baseball after that. That's that's what I wanted. Yep. You go on a block and you be like, who are you? I'm Mark McGuire. Who are you? I'm Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the 30 last started of the watching baseball, though. For real. That's how I started, man. That is how I started watching baseball, bro. So, man, that's crazy. Um, Yeah, and to see, you know, what's happening, man. Like, Victor Young say the steroids won't help you hit a baseball. Let them all take them. Yep. It's interesting, man, to kind of bring those points up because, um, you know, yeah, Chris Forrest stated Barry Bonds is the greatest hitter to ever live. For him to not be in it is a travesty. I agree. Um, Prescott JB said it pressed Pepto Bismol. Um, <laughs> he laughing at you, Jamar, when you talk about Sammy Sosa. <laughs> and then uh, Anthony stated we all knew they were taking steroids. That was one of the best summers ever watching those guys duke it out. I agree, man. That's that's what? how I legitimately got it. To Facts, and and for them to turn a blind eye, turn turn the other cheek to, to you know not even acknowledge them, not even the uh, you know vote them in. Like, come on, man. Now, Mark McGuire, he didn't. He is he in already? No. Okay, Mark McGuire's not in. Okay, none of them, none of them. And so it's like, I mean, baseball is already losing a fan base with the younger people, so. You think this is gonna help? Man, that's, is that, that, that really gets that gets my brain flowing and juices flowing. Like for real, if they allowed that, imagine how much fun baseball would be to watch. I mean, you had you had Clemens throwing lights out, and then on the other side, you had Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa just lighting it up. Yep. Just do it. I mean, at this point, I, I like. If you're going to do it for one person, do it for all. If you're not going to do it, then don't. It's like one or the other. Yeah. The David Ortiz thing, that, that really just irked my nerves. Like, that don't make any sense. This sport needs it anyway. Just, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, man. Pete Rose as an example. I always think of Pete Rose, too. Anthony and Victor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if Back, he, he, he should definitely be in. He didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He just well, batted he, on some after games. The game. Yeah, it was after the game. It wasn't like man, he, he was. You know, right in the midst of it. I yeah. mean, the man had what over 3,000 hits, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Oh, <laughs> like how do you not make the Hall of Fame? You got over 3,000 hits. Like 3,000 is usually the automatic benchmark, like 500 home runs with the automatic benchmark at one point. So they made a movie, they made a movie about somebody being Mr. 3,000. It was Bernie Mac. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> I know? got it right. on my DVD. 
<laughs> they they right. bogus, man. They'll sit there and make a movie low key. Low key made a movie by, about Pete Rose just to let him know, though. <laughs> we gonna make money. That's the MLB for you, right, Jamal? Like, we, we gonna right. low key make a movie about you. We just gonna put a different person in it. You ain't gonna know we did it. Like, the audacity, right? Like, that's crazy. Man, Chris. Chris said uh, they don't allow baseball to have fun. They stop guys like Fernando Tatis and uh, Bryce Harper be as passionate as they want because it's not the way. That's terrible. Yep, it, it is uh, definitely um, something that's crazy, man. But I tell you what, I'm gonna leave y'all with this. If 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 I had a kid, man, I would want like if I had a boy and he could play baseball, y'all. I want to play some baseball because they get paid. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Right. If, I, if I knew what I know it's now, just, I would have played. I would have did both. I definitely would have did both. <laughs> man, them paychecks are huge. And so sadly enough, man, um, my boys didn't get in the Hall of Fame. Um, hopefully they will. I know they pocket scraped. I know Barry Bonds pocket scraped. Mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire's. Um, I, don't Sammy, <laughs> I, I don't know about Sammy. I said, I don't know about Sammy. If his pockets was, I don't think he'd be looking the way he's looking right now. <laughs> I mean, he had to pay to get it done, bro. <laughs> I'm about to go Google and pitch with Sammy. <laughs> I don't know what made him do that. Like, I wonder what, you know, motivated him. <laughs> you know, stating he need a whole face change. Like, I don't, I don't get it, man. Like. You know, I mean, you know, um, sometimes I guess having too much money ain't healthy for you, man. And um, maybe he got bored and he said, damn, I don't want to spice yeah, things up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, Crazy. yeah, man, it's it's um, very, very interesting. And so to see um, what's happened with that. Um, still one of my favorite baseball players, always a lot of great memories. He got me into baseball, Sammy Sosa, for sure. Um, That home run, you know, scenario, 99. Him and Mark McGuire going back and forth. It was fantastic to see, man. Oh, what a time. I remember as a kid, I hit a baseball, and I try to – remember how he hit the baseball, and he will go, like, jump in and hit Mm -hmm. like this thing? I tried to do that as a kid. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I think we all did. Heck, yeah. I admit to that. (laughs) So, yeah, man. um, Well, fellas – just want to see if there's any more commentary before we head out. Um, that's why I got, yep. So Anthony, y'all, by the way, his kid is really good in baseball. Um, he got two playing. He got a girl playing softball and a son playing baseball. His son, five-year-old, he showed me videos. This kid can hit the ball far. He, he can really play the game. Um, and Prescott JB stated hundreds of millions of dollars to hit homers and chew sunflower seeds. <laughs> My son will be starting batting lessons at age two. I don't blame you, man, because I'm telling you, like, baseball, baby, baseball. And so with that, fellas, um, Jamar, did you pull up what you wanted to pull up before we had? Oh, oh yeah. I'm about to uh, share this to our group page. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> All right, so and y'all about to share um, a, a very important image on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast community page. So be in tune for that. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Oh, my gosh. 
And so with that being said, y'all, um, we appreciate the love and support. Uh, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts or shout outs on we had out for this morning? Man, shout out to Sammy Sosa for looking like. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Slamming oh, Sammy man. Sosa. Shout out to hey, man, y'all need to stop, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> hey, man. This is awesome. <laughs> hey, Slime and me Sosa was that dude, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I'm always hey, in tears, like, bro. Dude, apparently there's a picture of him looking like three shades and looking like Neapolitan <laughs> ice cream, so that's what I'm about to post. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, we supposed to be focused on championship weekend, bro. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault he did it to, that, to himself. <laughs> I'm just advertising it. Hey, man, look. <laughs> hey, man, we got to stop this, all right, man? We got to focus, all right? Like, <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> hey, Anthony says, send me more like RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man uh chris Ford stated my daughter's love the game and our great softball player that trying to change indeed chris Ford, man got some ballers y'all his daughters yeah, play yeah they they are special they are special and they play multiple sports too man matter of fact shout, shout out to the daughter beast mode for that crossover they had if, if you ain't seen the clip she coming down court Girl, rock the right to left. That girl was stumbling from half court all the way to the baseline after she scored. Yeah, Chris Ford is raising some incredible daughters, man. And they are they are the future for real. Uh, I look forward to seeing those girls on ESPN. I really do. I look forward to seeing both his daughters on ESPN. Heck yeah. That's how special they are. He, you know, he's the prime example of a fantastic dad. Dad of the year, dad of the year, Chris Ford, my brother. Um, yeah, man. Victor Young stated 100 million to strike out three times and line out once and maybe get a hit once a game. Ain't bad at all. Yeah, man, I agree. Yeah. Um, you want to say something, Jamar? No, no, no I, I agree with him. I agree with him. And Chris Ford, softball is losing steam. So sad to see this happen. Yep. And so, yeah, fellas, uh, with that being said, uh, everybody have a blessed, blessed, uh, morning. Um, special shout out y'all to Big Ben on his retirement. Um, great career. Thanks for all you contributed to the NFL. Uh, it was great watching you, man. And so, you know, blessings to you on your next journey. Um, so with that being said, we thank you all for chopping it up with us this morning. Um, you know, and tune in with us. Um, we just want to remind y'all to remember, however, that there is still a Delta variant and an Omicron variant uh, from COVID. And we know people um, personally that are in the ER and that still suffer from Corona. And so um, be careful out there. If you, you know, not vaccinated, you know, that's fine. Just wear your mask, you know, do your part. 
um, everybody, if they could, wear their masks and do their part. So um, please continue, y'all, to chop it up with us and support our podcast on various platforms. And um, if you are and would love to talk sports with us, we are definitely here um, and would love to do so with you. Um, your love and support is truly appreciated. And we hope you all have a blessed, safe, and warm weekend. Peace.